0: Hello, and welcome to a podcast from the radio. I sound very serious, even though I'm sat in a shed, because it's another one broadcast from this shed, office, studio. I know someone who's got an office in a shed, and they call it the shoffice. And then, I suppose if you did a shed studio, you could call it studio. How do I mix together office, shed, and studio? Sh is at the front of it. Shof shofdio. You see, this is why it's never going to catch on. But the news from the studio is that, uh, look at this, brand new chair splashed out on it. I mean, as in I spent money on it. I've not splashed out on it already. Hey, lads. But, uh, look at that. My arm can come up. I can lean in now. Oh, raise the arm. And the lumber support is exotic. Anyway, so here's what we did on radio earlier today. Oh, fell off. On the show today, we will be talking about all this news of Tony Robinson. You know Baldrick? Larry's got the latest on him. Um, it's not worth mentioning the phone alert anymore, is it? I think we all got over it. Has, has your life been controlled? Did it activate the chips inside you? Probably not. Bad news about AI, which every day there's a story about AI, so we'll cover that. But this time, it includes aliens. Oh, no. And do you know what a thruple is? You will by the end of today's show, plus music by Ellie Goulding, Madonna, some uh, Owen Paul in there. Oh, he to one of my tweets recently. No. It was some joke about the, um, oh, I know what it was. It was a joke about the uh, uh, alert system thing, saying that it would help you find a lost phone, which is bad news for Rebecca Vardy. So, there you go. That's unbelievable, isn't it, that Owen Paul reads my tweets. Then again, if you need an expert on wasting time. You know, there are two topics that we talk about a lot on this show. One is aliens, because any day now we'll find them, and all of a sudden it won't seem like I've wasted two years. And then we talk about AI, because that's in the news a lot. The computers are taking over. Aliens are likely to be AI. Great, that's the story from this newspaper. No biological creature is likely to live long enough to trek across the universe. So, if we do make contact with extraterrestrials, it's going to be AI. Great. So it's tricky for me to know what to do now. Do I do some sketch or an alien starts speaking, or do I interview an AI? I'm not going to do either. It's what I did. Previously on the show, previously, we got AIs in chat GPT to write a joke about aliens. And if you don't remember it, it was what do you call an alien with three eyes? An alien, because the word had got three eyes written. not great for radio, so I thought I'd give the other one a, a chance. You know the bard, which is Google's AI, because I've signed up for that as well. So here we go. This is Google's AI joke. Why did the alien get fired from the space factory? He kept making Uranus jokes. That's the that's the one that they came up with. Okay. okay. Feel like my job's still safe unless aliens come and take it. They're talking about thraples. Uh, being in a thraple, like the world former champion blood David Hay, can be just as good as a one-to-one partnership, according to experts. Buffins reckon that polyamorous relationships is that what you call it these days can give the same benefits of monogamous ones. Can they? Just what, with more rowing with the in-laws? Um, David Hay caused a sensation when he was seen on a holiday with personal trainer Mika Jova and model Sean Osborne. Um, well, you know. I don't understand it. Because that's twice... Surely you've doubled the probability that one of your partners will be in a mood. Do you know what I mean? Because you could have a, a wake up in a day and you see one of your partners and you think, ah. Oh, no, today they're not going to have a go at me. Turn around and see the other one. Oh, they've got a face on. So... I don't know what you gain from being in a throuple that you can't just have as a couple. Best case scenario, being a couple and buy a mirror. Do you know what I mean? Because, same deal. So, we're not going to do a phone-in about throuples. If you are in one, keep it to yourself. It's tight. You've got enough people to tell. Oh, there's a thing about driving. Actually, look, if you are a younger person, and I know we attract loads of young people... The key demographic, listen to this show. Oh, the young people who are hip to the groove. Often people get in touch online and say, Steve, you're so cool. So I imagine they're young people. Um, new drivers under 25 could be banned from carrying younger passengers. This would be a move to try and make it like graduating and into driving. Ministers are considering doing this, which would stop rookies showing off behind the wheel. Interesting, but it also means if you have a young child, not young, you know, under 25 child who can drive, you'd have to give them a lift all the time. As if you've not just spent all of your life giving your kids lifts. Finally, finally they learn to drive and you still have to show for them around. You're having an absolute joke. I think if they're going to bring in new driving rules, that's not the one, is it? Bring in something about forcing people to use indicators at roundabouts. Or they get a dry slap. In fact, there you go. What driving rule would you bring in? John gets in touch and gives us this one via a voice note. Steve, on the motorways, yeah. it says keep two chevrons apart. But nobody does. They all tailgate still. Yeah. So if it said keep ten chevrons apart, all the nut-nuts would keep two chevrons apart and the roads would be a lot safer. That, That's true. Hang on, I'm trying to get my head around this. Wouldn't it be easier to just paint the chevrons even further apart and say five? Or have I just got that the other way around? Have no... Just make the road out of chevrons. And then... No, wait a minute. Point the chevrons in the other direction. It might slow them down. Has that helped? I don't know. All the different kinds of news. One genre of news would be entertainment news. I'm no expert in that, so it's time to cross to my friend who knows what he's talking about. It's Larry, hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, good to hear from you. What have you got for us this time? Black Adder star Tony Robinson has said that he forgets that he's short. Well, that's okay. It's when you forget that you're tall that you've got problems the number of times I've headbutted the door frames in old pubs. Oh, that's right, you're tall. I always forget. You kind of sound like a short man on the radio. Well, I can reach this microphone. The Baldrick actor then said that he only remembers that he's short when he sees himself on TV. He does know that the pictures on TV aren't actual size, yeah? I mean, even on a 60-inch TV, it's still smaller than real life. He doesn't mean like that. It's in comparison to the other people. Good, or if he ever saw himself on a poster, he'd think that he'd turn into Ant-Man. Do you ever realise something about yourself when you see you on TV, Stevie? Well, kind of. How do you mean? It makes me realise that I'm not on TV much these days. Career's going well. Anyway, thanks for that. Uh, We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. Afternoon. I am the actual Stephen Allen. And I can say that with a certain level of authority these days because celebrities had their blue ticks mysteriously reinstated uh, days after Elon Musk removed them. So you know on Twitter, Elon then brings in this Twitter blue thing. And some people lost their, their blue ticks. Including, I think, the Pope had their blue tick, his blue tick removed. Um, who else with the big famous? Charlie Sheen. But for some reason, Stephen King kept his because he was saying nasty things. Weird. Anyway. The platform billionaire owner announced that the legacy checks would be removed, leaving only those who'd paid for the subscription. But then Saturday evening, some got them back. Yeah, it makes sense. You need to know who some genuine people are. And this is why I don't mind that for a couple of months, I'm treating myself. I've splashed out. I've paid for a blue tick. Just I'm not going to do this forever. You know me, I'm Northern. I'm not going to pay for anything for long. But it, it's just nice that for one period of time, I'm the official Steve Allen. And that other guy who used to work elsewhere, who kept saying things about the Ramsey daughter, now isn't. So now I can say things about her and get him in trouble. Is that how it works? Man alive, I hope so. If we were going to get the ministers to actually do some work for once and bring in some new rules, what would you have them be? Uh, thanks for getting in touch on this. Dino sends me a voice note. What you got for us? They should bring in a law, I think, where um, people over a certain age should have to retest oh. every two years because I live around Rochford and people in their 60s and 70s around here oh. drive 30 to 40 miles an hour below the speed limit on the motorway. Which is really, really dangerous. And on the side roads, they drive on the wrong side of the road. The Are you sure you don't live uh, in like France? Because it feels like you might need to check that. That's that thing, isn't it? The the old joke of the husband who calls his wife and says, "I'm going to be home late." She says, "Oh, why are you got to be home late?" Oh, I'm on the motorway and it's absolutely terrible. No, sorry, I forgot the joke. The joke's the way around. The why. Wife- professional comedian the wife calls the husband and say are you driving back on the motorway and he says yeah she says well you gotta be careful there's reports on the news about someone's driving on the wrong side of the motorway and the husband says one of them they're all doing it so there we go <sighs> should have made notes thank you for the comments about new rules for the road we'll be talking about those and i was getting on twitter some mentions about the phone alert that went off I mentioned it last hour. Owen Bald favourite of one of my jokes. I did some jokes about it. I upset some people, because there are some people who think it's it's a big conspiracy. However, if you want to know my thoughts on the big phone alert thing, that'll be the newspaper column, but you've got to wait till Friday for that for the Romford recorder, because that's where that one's going to appear. But then we'll all have forgotten about it, but still, I did I enjoyed how much people were getting really upset that an alert went off on their phone. Meanwhile, Your phone goes off all the time, doesn't it? If you turn away from it, you turn back. You've got 15 emails, 5 tweets, 1 WhatsApp, some other weird thing happening with the banking apps these days. And yet that one really got people angry. And everyone online was saying it's meant to be... It's keeping us scared. Then why didn't it scare me? I've had scarier messages from the Reader's Digest about their prize draw. And they know where I live, so... Nearly half of young singles on a first date try to get things running smoothly by having a full body wax. What? I mean, look, I'm of a generation where I, I'm not an expert in personal grooming. When I read the words full body wax, that's the kind of thing I pay to have people do to my car. So, is it the same thing? Do they just get a chamois leather and a bit of hee- hee- hee? Maybe I would do that, actually. But, um... It seems to me silly. Firstly, it's a first date, so why does it matter? You can wear whatever you want on the inside, it's a first date, you're not going to see anything. Plus also, if you're going to link going on a date with that level of torture, of having hair physically depilated from your skin, then you're not going to go on many dates. And I think that's, it's a numbers game, dating. If there's one thing I remember from when I had, you know, a good back and any hope then it was all about just go on loads of dates you might meet someone you like whereas if you have to get fully waxed first i'd go on like one date and that would be it never again so seems silly to me a half hour soak in a bath of red wine is being offered as part of a 450 pound experience at a thermal bath in central london firstly pay you're still paying 450 quid for a bath they You've been taken to the cleaners there, hey! But, and again, I'm no expert on bathing, but I like to keep my hand in. And the goal of bathing is to be clean at the end of it. And most things, if you dip them in red wine, will come out stained. So that means, mean look good luck to you. If you want to spend 450 quid to look like a Ribena berry, it's up to you, isn't it? Go for it, fill your boots. I mean, you probably would fill your boots. There is no way anyone's not going in that bath of red wine with a straw. Where did all the wine go? I don't know. Must have all dried off. There you go. News update updated. Podcast podcasted. If you'd like to subscribe, you can do it wherever you find this on the internet. It's all over the shop, isn't it? This RSS feed ends up in various places. So you can subscribe and get this daily content. You can tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen and do like everyone's doing ask me about the chair oh the lumber support i mm. guess you're right there i would say you don't know where i'm pointing but you do you know where the lumber region isn't it oh. anyway so this is the new chair this is the old podcast and we'll do another one tomorrow till then bye